girl carol benias here and this is the wake the fuck up movement podcast so i saw this photo on instagram a, a while ago and it was a certain a text that was spray painted on an exterior white wall with black spray paint and what was spray spray painted on there was really profound uh for me and what it said was so many years of education, yet no one has taught us how to love ourselves. And that really hit me wholeheartedly because I think a lot of the times, you know, even going throughout my own kind of educational journey, but I even think even prior to that, from the moment of conception, you know, through childhood to adulthood, to and then going into university or college if that's something that you want to go into then getting into your career learning skills and then getting married having children if that is your your path where in that span of time have you really taken the time to learn about yourself and to to get the to know the inner workings of your beings and I think a lot of the time the reason why people turn outwards instead of inwards is because of they're scared of what they may find internally you know they may be disgusted of what they actually think or uh, they may realize they're this a terrible human being and there was actually a, a study that was conducted and uh, it, the study was um, uh, at a, a university and people would rather be shocked <laughs> have electrical shock than to be alone with their feelings for 15 minutes. And, and, and prior to that, these people said they would actually pay to not be electrically shocked, but in the instance of having to spend time alone with themselves, with them and their, uh, their selves, uh, uh, they'd rather be shocked than to explore that. And that's very telling because right now we live in this uh, day and age this modern society where everything is uh, fast paced, you know, every, we want something quick, but also it's, it's highly distracting. You know, when you think about your own phone device or cell phone, uh, like how many hours a day are you attached to that 24 seven people even go to the fucking toilet, you know, with their phone because they don't want to miss out of what's going on on their cell phone. And so instead of people uh, cultivating a habit to turn inwards, the habit has been that of distraction. And there's so many reasons for this distraction. It's not only with the phone as being constantly, uh, constantly consuming, you know, on other social media channels and constantly being busy, constantly, you know, fucking <laughs> or constantly um, eating and like all these other things. And that that's why I believe at a certain time in our life right now that we need to make ourselves an object of study. And when we make ourselves an object of study, then we're able to reduce our own human suffering. Because a lot of the times if we don't really look internally to deal with our past traumas or past pains, then we project that inner hurt 
into someone else. Or maybe we feel like we want to outsource um, our happiness or outsource the work to someone to do the work for us. But it, it doesn't work that way because essentially what's going to be happening is being uh, putting a Band-Aid on an open wound. And I think if you look at your life right now of who you think you are versus who you really are, they're two completely different things. Along my own journey from, um, you know, personal growth and spiritual development, I, I kind of took a detour away from myself and to really do the work to uncover the true essence of my being, which is of love and light. But that, that, that was too difficult to see with all these bullshit layers that I, I um, placed, you know, above myself because it was so much easier to um, get angry. It's so much easier to turn away from myself. And, you know, and that's why I wrote uh, this book, you know, You as an Optic of Study. A, uh, a way to reduce your human suffering. And the reason how this book came to be, I remember I was uh, in prison and I was in my jail cell and this this voice of word spoke to me and it says, you as an optico study. And then I didn't really comprehend at that moment what it was, but I was prompted to sit in the bottom of my, my bunk bed and I started writing what was an outline for this book, but I somehow lost it. And it was only after a couple of years of getting out of uh, jail that I realized, you know, the depth uh, of that, you know, you as an object of study is that through this uh, last 12 years, that's exactly what I did, you know, and made myself an object of study. I looked kind of at the inner workings of my be being dealt with all of my traumas, all my limiting beliefs, and was able to kind of make myself a clear vessel uh, for spirit to give me those messages, but then also to be um, a person that's able to sit with others and help them deal with their own stuff because I'm not so focused on my own shit that I can actually be present in the moment for someone else. And it, it has been a really fucking daunting process. But at the end of the day, like what I, I vowed to myself is that I was willing to, I was willing to go through this pain and suffering now, but what I wasn't willing to do is to live a life with this pain and suffering, because I know that that's not a type of life to have. And also uh, another thing that I, I realized through making myself an object of study is that I realized, you know, there's this internal joy, peace and love that is felt that is so beautiful it's really indescribable but it's not dependent on any external factors and i think that's the most amazing thing of this whole the whole process because when you think of how modern society like works at this moment and things that we're conditioned and conformed to think we feel that we need to get a certain something be a certain thing have a certain role you know what i mean get this house get this car get this husband get this wife get this dog get this vacation to just get a, a little glimpse of that feeling of true happiness and sure when you do those things you get that little high that happiness but then that that somber feeling returns because your happiness is depending on happenings and not this internal joy that you feel within you and what I realized that that 
that joy, happiness, and peace that resides within me, that is our natural state of, of being. And I feel that anyone can get into that, that state. And I think that's really a big proponent of why I, I wrote this, this book, because I believe if, if I can do it, I believe anyone can. But I think the, the crux of this whole thing is that a decision has, has to be made. You, you have to kind of look at your life. Is it, this a life that, is this a life that I um, want to live or there, or is there something internally that is calling you and pulling you for something more, but because of these limiting beliefs and all these negative talk or your past traumas, you're always pulled back to dim your light rather than rip all this fucking shit out, go naked and go buck wild and be the person that you, you are meant to be. And I know this process is not easy. You know, there's, there's so many things that, um, steer you out of the wrong direction. But I think one of the most beautiful things is the ability to really feel and feel your emotions. You know, there's, I, I call all these different emotions that you kind of feel in life, a happy, sad, you know, joy, anger, um, irritation, <laughs> um, uh, rage, and all those other things. I think it's a, the spice of life, you know? And I think, a lot of times we don't want to feel those certain things because we're there's we're scared of it. But I, I think in um, really expressing and experiencing the depthness of a particular emotion is only when you can appreciate that the opposite of it. So it's essentially like I've experienced, you know, the depthness of weakness. But that really made me appreciate when I was courageous, you know, and when I was so um, scared, <laughs> you know, of certain things. I, I felt powerful when I was able to take action or when I felt that I was so unworthy and then to build up my capacity to feel that I, I'm, I'm worth it, you know, and to be in the depth of fear <laughs> and to just be in a state of conquering the shit out of things. And the thing is, is it, rather than building this habit of distraction, which is very fucking difficult to, to get out of, because I know I've been, I've been there, it's so easy like to, to scroll and do mindless things. But you know, when if you're meant for more, you'll be prompted into the right direction. And you just need to have this level of commitment and, and bet on yourself because there's, there's so many things that go on in, you know, this uh, personal and spiritual journey that is, uh, it's just so fascinating to, to witness. And, and sometimes people just want to bypass the shit out of feeling all this pain and sadness, but in that pain is sadness is who you discover what you are really made of. You know, if you have what it takes to endure the enduring, to endure your challenges and to break through. And I think one of the biggest fucking beefs that I have, and I think I've said it before in regards to this personal development industry, is the fact that always fucking think positive, you know, like you always have to be on to present this fake image that you're always happy and joyful. And I think, you know, when you're in that aspect and putting all these different masks, then you don't actually want to feel those feelings of sadness, hurt, and pain. 
um, because you always just want to be positive. And I think there's benefits from always wanting to be positive because that's the, where the crowd is. And any kind of slight uh, differentiation and differentiation or slight movement away from it, then you're inferior, you are not a good person, or you're just, a, you know, negative altogether. But the thing is, like, you have to ask yourself, are you a fucking robot? <laughs> You know, are you an R2D2? No, you know what I mean? Well, actually, you know what? R2D2 seems like he has a lot of emotions. So I don't know, maybe less than a fucking robot. But the, the fact of the matter is, you have to allow yourself to explore these different emotions and be able to investigate and, and figure out why you feel these certain things and then be able to release it. You know, when you're always playing up this, this role as persona, then you ingrain more of this certain identity of like fakeness and all this other stuff. And I think a really good test to test this out is like when people ask you, how are you? You know, and, and people's automatic response is, yeah, I'm great. I'm doing good. And all these other things. But when you really actually explore, you know, and I, I've been in the situation when I was so like, so aware of like, when people ask me things, and, and, and it was before I kind of really spoke my truth. And when people ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing really well. I'm great. But inside, I'm like, no, I feel like shit, I'm exhausted. And it's like, why do we, why can't we tell the truth? Because we're so conditioned that we have to present this positive image. And I'm not saying being positive is bad. I, I only think it's, it's, it's um, hurtful when you're neglecting these inner promptings that telling you to explore why it is, why it is that you feel the way that you feel. So you don't kind of keep that in, in your, your energy field so you can release it. And, and if you don't release it, 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 it kind of grows bigger you know what I mean until you you get to this point where um the carpet is pulled right out uh, right under your feet and you may not be able to handle it so it's always beneficial to explore that and I think at the end of the day like this whole lifelong journey you're never going to be out uh without negative emotions or negative feelings or all these they're always going to be present around you but the whole thing about being able to turn towards them and deal with them is that when they come, you can rise above it. You don't have to take the bait and all of a sudden get into this negative vicious cycle of, you know, what if he shed that bitch, that asshole, that fucktard, you know what I mean? You don't have to get into that vicious thing. You can just like, okay, here's that, you know, thing reeling its head again, um, but you don't have to get caught up in that. And, and that's a whole dance with this whole thing. And the, the only way to really uncover that is to make yourself an object of study. And I, I believe uh, through my own experiences, by making myself an object of study, I was able to reduce my own suffering because I was able to relinquish aspects of myself that no longer serve me, uh, was able to face um, the traumas that I went in my life um, and to have this level of peace, love and joy that, uh, that it's just so profound. And, and that's why I feel that this is the time to share this uh, aspect of this uh, approach of studying yourself. Because yeah, like I said in the beginning, it's so easy for people to wanna um, pick up learning a different language or getting a degree, getting a, a, a diploma, 
you know, learning um, work experience and all that other stuff. But the most important thing that you can do is learn about yourself. Now, Jim Rohn has this amazing quote, and he says, if you want to really be successful and wealthy in your life, you have to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And now I'm going to say that again, because it's really profound. <laughs> Jim Rohn states that in order to be wealthy and successful in your life, you're going to have to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And I think, you know, when you are able to look at things in totality, you'll realize that, you know, materialistic things are, are not re really brings you happiness. It's almost like the, the simplest joys and, and pleasures in life can evoke this, the sense of gratitude, uh, the sense of fulfillment. And I think you only can uncover that when you start taking that journey. And I know, I know <laughs> it's not an easy one uh, to take, but it's a journey that will uncover aspects of you that you've never imagined or you dreamed of and, and just give you that, that capacity to endure, you know? And I think that's the difference between um, being good and being great. You know, a lot of times people can uh, have a great time during amazing times in their lives, like, you know, success and happiness and all this other stuff. But how do you approach the difficult times in your life? You know, are you able to handle it with the same love and appreciation? And I think when you're able to accept that life is filled with all these different experiences that you're going to experience pain, you're going to experience suffering, you're going to go all these through these winds of emotions, then we know that you have a kind of a sense of peace because life is about the ebbs and flows. But it's uh, what's most important is that you have the capacity to deal with life's throws at you. And so making yourself an object of study is one of the best things that you can do. And I think, you know, with my, my, my book cover, I've always been fascinated by Leonardo da Vinci's uh, drawing where it's primarily focused on the architecture, but it's focused on, um, you know, the perfect proportions of uh, a man, you know, um, and studying that the, the human physical body. But what I'm saying is, you know, with making you as an object of study is to, instead of focusing on that external body, that physical body, is to study all the inner workings that reside within that physical body. Because it's almost like you're, you are like a wealth of knowledge. You're like your inner wisdom is a book in itself where you can learn from. You just need to be able to tap and tune into it. And your body will tell you, your inner being will tell you. So as much as it is scary, you just got to do it anyways. You know, I speak from my experience and all these tumultuous experiences that I've been through. And the more that I'm able to break through, the more that I experience pain, the more appreciative I am 
to be given these opportunities to build myself, to make myself a better person, build my character, but then also give me the, the compassion and the empathy and skills to be able to serve others and help them along in their journey by making them an object of study and reducing their own human suffering. So thank you so much for your time. And as always, treat others with love, kindness, and compassion. Much love and peace out.